Hey everyone, welcome to 20-something Conversations, and in this episode, I'm joined by Katrina Wilde, and we discuss why you should stop worrying about your future career. Um, let's start by saying, what did you want to be when you were younger, Katrina? When you were younger, when, what were you like? What was your dream? When I was younger, I think I always kind of felt really drawn towards something really creative in art. I was always drawing, which is such like a cliche, kind of, I used to draw all the time, yeah. but I did used to draw all the time. And it was always, there was always something like a fashion element there. There was never, I never felt like, oh, I want to be a vet or I want to be a doctor or any of those kind of normal. Yeah. Like just the, just the, just the really like. Standard jobs yeah, standard, that school conditions you to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not to say that they're not good jobs or anything, but um, yeah, I, I don't think it was ever like, I want to be X, Y, or Z, like a really. You just wanted to kind of do something creative. That's what yeah, where so, you were leading yeah, towards. Yeah, creative, and there was always like some kind of like fashion element there. Although I've drifted from that now, but definitely, definitely creative. And and my parents are really good because they never they never said no. You need to do something academic or yeah, whatever stuff mm-hmm. like that. So I've always had like support from them to be like, yeah, that's fine. Go go do what you want, kind of yeah. thing. Which is really lucky. Cause yeah, my parents were kind of the same because I think. My mum in particular, she loved finding careers for me and my sister to do. Mm -hmm. Like, my mum guessed that my sister would end up as a yoga teacher, but she would also, like, inspire her to do, like, makeup artistry and, like, blog. And then with me, she always wanted me to be, like, a DJ. I don't know. (laughs) I think they once got me, like, decks for my birthday. Um, Like, my 18th birthday that I always played with. And then, yeah, I know, it's really, like, looking back, it's really embarrassing. (laughs) But... When I was but when I was little, I didn't know what I wanted to be, but they really tried to inspire me yeah, to yeah, play yeah. around with loads of little things yeah, before we get yeah. to that point. Oh, sorry. That was my pen. I dropped there, guys. <laughs> um, but then when I went to school, especially high school, it seemed to get harder because you were, in my school, it was just like science, maths, geography, history. Mm-hmm. And in college, like in my sixth form, there was nothing that was artist. Well, there was art, but, you know, in most colleges now they have fine art or photography yeah, or yeah. all of these things like what what kind of college did you go to so i went to newcastle underline college and i studied to be tech and art and design so that was two year practical course mm-hmm. um and the first year was kind of trying all different disciplines of design and art and then the second year you chose a specialism which i chose fashion mm-hmm. um so i did french and art and design and anything else was kind of exam driven and I really didn't enjoy that kind I of pressure. I hated exams so much. Exactly. Like, so much stress, so much anxiety around, especially exams and subjects that you don't really want to be doing yeah, in the first yeah, place. Yeah, absolutely. And, and I think if anyone is doing the GCSEs now that's listening, no one looks at your GCSEs like that be drilled into your brains <laughs> yeah. that no one cares about your GCSEs. Right. As long it's, as you're doing what you enjoy, I think you, you're going you're gonna to put the work in and get good marks regardless so Mm. I don't think it's worth getting super stressed over yeah and I think it's quite difficult when you go to particular high schools or colleges that only have certain subjects and when you by the time you leave the school and realize you want to do something in a more creative field and you feel a bit weird because Mm -hmm. it's not something you've really dived into because school wants you to go straight into like a corporate job absolutely and it's like and it's like asking six 15 16 year old kids what do they want to do with a career and like 
what 15 or 16 year old kid knows what they yeah. want to do for the rest of their life it's like not life. even the first quarter of their life well ish exactly <laughs> and I think people get really caught up on the idea of kind of you have to pick one job and that will be the job that you stick at yeah which I don't think should be the case if you no definitely chopping and changing is is such a good and like energizing thing to do definitely like I think that's why it's always been I mean I don't know if some people listening have gone to university if they've done if they've gone straight from school into a job or you do feel a sense of freedom being able to choose something different but you do kind of feel a bit a bit restricted because it's not what you're used to Mm. it's not like the norm but when I was at university I did journalism and it was weird because it was something that I'd always wanted to do and something that I'd always thought like I would be doing for the rest of my life I wanted to be on the radio like Radio 1 Greg James all that stuff um but by the third year I was like oh crap like I don't want to do this and Mm. I don't know why I've been doing this because like I hate it and I was Mm. getting so depressed and stressed again because there's so much pressure on a degree when they add exams and projects and grades to define your skill yeah yeah, yeah. and I don't know if it's now that if it's the subject I didn't like or if it was the pressure that they put Mm. on you um but how is it for you when you were at uni um so I think going from a BTEC and because BTECs are uh, all coursework driven they're not no exams and then universities like doing textiles and practice degree is all coursework it's no it's no exams so it's not it's not like scientific or anything it's just it's much more like an art art practice I guess yeah so I I found the transition from college to university pretty um smooth I actually I didn't go to uni straight away I had a, a year out in between because I actually applied um, to do fashion styling courses mm-hmm. at different various universities but then I was like it kind of felt a little bit it, it just what it wasn't for me there was something yeah. like like my instinct was just saying oh I don't think this is really what you want to do yeah so then I took the year out and then applied for textile courses and I got accepted onto textile courses and chose to go to Manchester um but I I, I enjoyed I enjoyed the kind of freedom that my course gave me to kind of experiment with different mediums, but I, I do wish it had been a little bit more structured in the sense mm. that that I wish they would have done more teaching because yeah. we didn't get much teaching time at all. Yeah, I think I, I was in like nine hours a week at uni, yeah. which for the amount of debt that you get into it's, from it, it was just ridiculous. Yeah, it almost seems a bit like almost pointless I guess but we we spent a lot of time in the studios but actual being taught techniques or processes was a very like small part of the course and I wish it had been more yeah more process driven instead of more kind of art driven I guess because it's an art school there was that kind of yeah emphasis on it being like a bit more freer yeah in a sense but if you could change anything about it what would you do would you still have gone to uni or do you think you would have tried tried diving in to something else or I think I would have I would have still gone to uni but I wouldn't have chosen the course at Manchester I would have chosen a different course at a more I guess respected uni for textiles because I I don't know that I think there's there is always like some kind of 
not stigma, but something attached to like the name of university, whether you like it or not. I did, I did enjoy my course and I, I was really fortunate to do an exchange in Hong Kong for four months, so that was really cool. That's amazing. Yeah, you that keep was... telling me things that I didn't know about you. Let's <laughs> say about the internship as well. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, so I um, did that in Hong Kong and that was absolutely amazing and I met some incredible people. Yeah. And the course in Hong Kong was actually um, five different subjects that were really that were really taught and we had exams at the end of it so it was a completely yeah. different experience ke- yeah kettle of fish than what I'd already been used to so yeah that was that was probably the the best part of my course I didn't really make any work that I, I really loved or felt like I guess but it's all part of the process isn't mm. it just trying especially like with design kind of subjects I guess it's part yeah. of the process of finding your your kind of style your flair yeah yeah I found like when I was when I was actually doing some of the projects, I really enjoyed them. But then, as with anything, there's always some. There's always a module that you won't like, and yeah. the second I didn't do well in one, it just felt like it was snowballing onto the rest of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I think it's in something that you said earlier. It's important to note that, like, I know a few people that have taken a year out because they weren't sure what they wanted to do, and that's absolutely okay. Yeah, definitely. because I think you put so much pressure on yourself, being like. I've not got an apprenticeship, I don't have a job, and yeah. I'm not at uni, so what the hell am I doing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like you're you're chilling, you're deciding, yeah, you're being definitely. you're proactively saving yourself from years worth of stress Absolutely. doing something that you didn't want to do. Yeah, 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 definitely. Like in that year I, I worked at Top Topman as a like visual merchandiser for that time. So mm, that yeah. was like a really good learning curve for me, like mm-hmm. learning a different skill almost. But, and obviously that, like, gave me some money, so I went, like, travelling for, like, just round Europe and stuff, yeah. but that was really amazing. But just If, it, ha- if having, in doubt, travel. Well, yeah, <laughs> exactly. So that was, I think, yeah, like you say, just taking that time out and not putting too much pressure on yourself to be like... You've yeah. got to be somewhere right now. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Which I've really, 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 really struggled to come to terms with up until recently. Yeah, so that kind of like flows right into what the main point of this is, which is worrying about your career. I mean, not technically post-uni, because some people who are listening might not have been to uni. Yeah. But at this stage, I'm 23, and how old are you? 24. 24, so at this stage, it's you. It's quite common between 22 and 26 for people to be like, what the hell do I do now? I've got a degree, or I've got an apprenticeship, or I've got experience, and yeah. I still have no idea what I'm doing. Yeah, definitely. And the year after uni was such a hard one for me because I was applying for all the right jobs that my degree told me I should be getting yeah yeah getting rejected Mm -hmm. even though like I did well at uni and I've got the experience and it was just happening for all my friends and a lot of my friends were like depressed and miserable and thinking like what a waste of money and and it had only been a year and that was when I was thinking like a year's a long time but it's still just a year like Mm -hmm. It's rare that most people go straight into employment nowadays. Which you which you just think is not the case at all. You think, oh yeah, everyone gets you a job and I'm yeah. left behind. You think it's easy almost, yeah. but not in the respect that like you don't have to work hard, but yeah, it's like, yeah. I've done all this work for three years, of course I'm ready. Yeah, yeah. And then you just get rejection after rejection. I wonder whether that's just like an old notion of university, because I suppose like a couple of like, maybe like 20, 10, 20 years ago, pretty much going to university would guarantee you a job at the end of yeah it. And definitely think, and and now I'd, weirdly they put the fees up and yet your yeah, and, your chances go down yeah and, it, and, I've, and I've had this conversation with a couple of people and it's kind of like well now the next step is like 
doing a master's instead and mm-hmm. and that will then put you ahead of the yeah the people that have got a degree and it's like well how much money do you have to yeah to, accumulate to, yeah. like it's crazy because I know some people that have done masters because they genuinely wanted to but I do know a good portion of people that are, I'm like oh like how come you're doing your masters and they're just like I just love the uni life and I don't know what to do next. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's yeah, like, that's definitely. totally fair, but Jesus, like, yeah, that shouldn't be, it shouldn't be like that. You should be doing something if you, that's making your heart sing from the get-go. Absolutely, like, yeah. After a year or so of uni, I feel a bit, a little bit more settled now. Mm-hmm. Like, I've, I've jumped through a few different jobs, but one thing I've found is that I've not really ended up doing anything to do with my degree. Mm-hmm. I mean, I say that now because I did journalism and now I'm making a podcast, yeah, which is... Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, so it all, it's fallen into place mm-hmm. in some way. But I'm an assistant manager working in hospitality, which is something that I've just found I'm, I'm really strong with. Mm-hmm. On like, I had a part-time job throughout uni and that's how I figured that out. Yeah. So that's another thing to note that if you are doing something right now, that you think you love in two years time you might find something on the side of that that mm-hmm. you end up doing so it's yeah. like you, you never really know yeah, what you can end definitely. up with and I think there's like like you say if you've gone to uni there's this massive pressure to do something that's related to your degree but then if you find yourself working in a different industry and you absolutely love it don't feel that kind of almost like peer pressure to be like oh well I'm doing this kind mm-hmm. of fancy well, degree related job yeah if, if you're doing what you love at the end of the day it's fine if that's working in 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 hospitality or in retail it's, it's yeah. not to be like and even if it's not something you love just yet like let it be so because i'm especially my sister worked quite a few jobs that she didn't like to make money to then own a studio which she yeah. has now so just let let there be some kind of goal to work towards your own happiness yeah, i think it's a good message um I know me in particular in the future, like, I would love to be self-employed mm-hmm. in about 10, 20, 10, probably five years' time. I'd love to be able to say that I work for myself, but that's not to say that I'm putting a shit ton of pressure on myself now to get there. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. learning so many things, and I'm taking experiences, and I'm trying not to have any regrets from doing a course that I've not ended up using. Um, yeah, I think, like, so my year after uni, because a lot of textile courses have a placement year that then is more likely to guarantee you a a design job basically Mm -hmm. but my course didn't offer that so then I basically arranged my own placement year yeah which was unpaid internships for the most of it I got a bit of freelance work Mm -hmm. so there's like a couple in London one in Manchester one in New York which was my absolute favorite favorite one and that was working with a natural dyer called Cara and she was really lovely and we got on really well and felt like I learned a lot from her. And yeah. And she and one of the things that I really took from that was she was saying like this is that that her doing her like natural dye and making these really, really beautiful beautiful like artisan mm-hmm. garments and stuff was her side hustle for, for a job that she had on the side and she'd only gone full time in the last year. And I was mm-hmm. like, What it feels like you you've been doing this for so much yeah. longer. But it's she just had this like amazing side hustle that she turned into yeah so it's that's such a good point like at the moment I'm trying to in my free time make sure I'm doing stuff on the side that's going to get me to where I want to be and and like you were saying finding your own internships one thing to make sure you do is if you're not happy with what you're doing right now and you feel like you're stuck in it 
just be proactive, yeah. be doing the stuff on the side because it's not just going to, I think, as we've just said, it's things that aren't just going to come to you just because you have yeah. a degree doesn't mean you're going to get a job. You've got you to work for it and you've got to really want it. But there's no point in worrying about it because yeah. it will all happen the way it's supposed to happen. Yeah. I think one thing to be said about the internships, it's obviously like it's not for everyone because they are unpaid, so there's that financial kind of strain. And I, I like I, I've always like worked at least two jobs, so I have saved the money myself mm-hmm. and paid for it that way, just in dribs and drabs. So I've had like really flexible jobs where I can go off for a couple of months, mm-hmm. come back, work a, a shitload, and then yeah. save some money, go back off again to wherever it is. Yeah. So I've been really fortunate in that sense, and obviously unpaid internships aren't for everyone. But if you're doing something that's kind of creative or you can do bits on your own like on the side and stuff then just do that instead of going and working for someone because actually the the internships that I did while most of them were amazing I didn't I haven't like come out for with a like corporate job from any of mm-hmm. them but I think that's that comes on to like what I'm doing now that I really found that that kind of job wasn't for me anyway yeah and which was which was such a kind of I guess like relieving thought to say oh I don't have to conform with this like Mm -hmm. corporate like design lifestyle whatever yeah especially when like even though I mean it's not all parents but the older generation understandably get concerned when it's not corporate the place that we want to go yeah. just because you think that that's such a secure job and you're like oh but you're going to be doing this and it's going to be so hard and it's like yeah, yeah but you've got to do it because there's so many people in the corporate world that are doing just it for miserable. the money and aren't happy yeah. like and it's yeah. sad but what what are you doing now then tell everyone what you're up to so I am really trying to like develop my own my own kind of practice and I'm basically I work in the mediums of painting and screen printing in a little studio in Hanley called Entrepreneurs at the minute. And I'd like to do some murals and different kind of mm. painterly things, I guess you'd say. Painterly, I like that. Yeah. <laughs> is, that is that real? Yeah, painterly, no painterly, way. painterly, yeah. Painterly, I like that. Um, and I work at Newcastle College one day a week just doing some drawing like sessions with, with the students there. Mm-hmm. I work at a bar occasionally which this is like epic because you do so many little bits now and I think fingers and all the pies yeah (laughs) and I think like what we've noticed and what like I've said to you is that people are starting you're starting to like get booked jobs now to do really funky arty stuff like we'll tell you at the end but I'll tell you Katrina's Instagram handle so you can go look at all the cool shit she's doing (laughs) but um but that's again that's something that's fallen into place but you've worked for it and like you've done it with a really like a bit of a calm mindset just like it's gonna it's gonna come yeah I think like I've had like a lot of like support from like obviously my family and like Joel my boyfriend and he's always been like it's fine like it'll it'll happen when Mm -hmm. it's meant to happen just yeah just it it doesn't matter like stop comparing yourself all the time yeah which is obviously a big thing for so many people especially with social media when you see that yeah but this person's got a hundred thousand followers and their stuff isn't as good as mine and it's like dude that's just that's life you need to just ignore it just just and not compare and i think so for ages i was just i was trying to like apply for jobs and it was like oh your portfolio is really good but um, not commercial enough or just kind of and when I would ask for feedback it was just like 
it was sort of non-feedback it was like oh mm. it was it was good but we found someone else and I was like can you just Ugh. I just want something constructive just yeah I remember up. do you watch Game of Thrones yes there was an episode of Game of Thrones once where Jon Snow was talking to Sansa and uh, I think Sansa said the word but and Jon was like father always said that everything before the word but is horseshit and it's so, <laughs> it's true. so true it's like it's good but it's not really yeah yeah exactly exactly um so yeah I just think it's so it is relieving and really comforting when you come to the point where you're like I don't need to have like a corporate design job like everyone else does not everyone because but yeah yeah in in the sense um I don't need to have a corporate design job to kind of feel like I'm fulfilling my degree or the stuff that I worked to before and I really love what I do I really Mm. it's there's such a nice community of people that I work with and and it's growing you can see like you can see with different people everybody's clocking onto it and like everyone's getting into this mindset of like living your life mindfully um rather than corporately or miserably yeah and I think it's really important to kind of like have have a bit of a creative mindset in somewhere like Stoke where people kind of think it's a bit of a shithole and (laughs) yeah yeah, there is some elements of that but it's also like there's some like real bits of like beauty here and the people are so 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 lovely yeah most like open and warm people that you'll meet and yeah and there's some like gorgeous hidden gems around here absolutely absolutely so i think it's nice seeing lots of people doing exciting things in stoke and really totally buzzed for it especially like people that are either 25 years to 30 years or even older that are just are just starting to get into this mindset yeah and they didn't have it all figured out until until like now and they're they're older than us or some people are the same and it's just again clocking in with the whole yeah don't worry about if you don't think you've got it all together because hopefully it won't take you too long but yeah, if yeah. you don't get it until like you're 30 years old that's absolutely fine yeah it, it'll sure. come it'll definitely come for you definitely I think I think as well like really really like trying to cultivate your community as well and connecting with people and talking to different people I like the I've the work that I've got just from kind of creating new relationships especially like in in Hanley and stuff where mm-hmm. in Piccadilly there's like there's entrepreneurs and then there's altar and then there's sandwich club and all these kind of places that yeah. are popping up and owned by young people and yeah i've like got opportunities through them just just through communication and just like creating relationships with people yeah that you wouldn't expect even even like like here at the shower and stuff so. yeah if you don't know if whoever's listening we're just recording at my sister's yoga studio which is called love and light shower so when katrina said shower that's what we're referring to hashtag love um, and light shower hashtag love and light shower <laughs> support <laughs> um, support my pregnant sister um, <laughs> but yeah no uh i totally agree like especially with the place that i work at the moment at the moment called bear it's owned by like two two young guys who just had this idea and wanted to build and create a place yeah. where people would love to come to and enjoy coffee yeah, and good really food lovely. and it's all the the whole mindset of like try I mean don't worry if you're not getting it yet but try and do it when you're young like that there's a spark in you and you'll be thinking in your head right now like yes I've always wanted to do x y and z absolutely and you really can do it you can do it you can start like I was saying to you I've put off doing a podcast for a year because I've been so worried about like 
what are people are going to think, what are they yeah. going to say, and then eventually I've just got to... I was reading a book once where it was talking about if you ever get that deja vu when someone has when someone's like created a business and you're like oh I once thought of doing that it's because you didn't do it so the idea dropped in someone else's head and they did it so you know you just gotta grab your life by the balls and just definitely and um and not worry about any about anything really I mean easier said than done but I mean in the in a general in a broader sense yeah most importantly I think that we should still have the mindset we did when we were little when we said, when I'm older, I want to be blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Because you can be anything. You can do anything. And Katrina does like four or five different jobs. Yeah. And she's loving it. Yeah. It's it's good. If you can find yourself a flexible job, mm. it's a, it is a good like way to have a side hustle. Um, like under no illusion that I'm in a privileged position. Like I still live at home and don't pay any board and I work a job, work two jobs and I've got like income that way so I can afford to go and do all this this other mm-hmm. stuff. Like I'm ab- under absolutely no illusion that it's it's a cushy deal that I've got and it's cushy deal. It's a cushy deal. <laughs> but there is there is like there is ways to do it and I think connecting with your community is definitely yeah. one way to go about doing that connect with the community and like find the little the little spots that you didn't even know existed because chances are they do you just don't know where they are yet absolutely um but yeah i think that pretty much sums it up so it's just generally speaking don't don't fuss and don't stress about what may may or may not happen for you right now just do little bits do little bits that are going to help you towards it yeah do little bits that you love and just yeah even, do what makes you happy. <laughs> even, yeah, do what makes you happy. And even if it's something like you really want to um, even just get out and do something that you've kind of thought you would really love to try and do, mm-hmm. and but you've been putting it off. And, and do it on your own. Yeah, like, do don't stuff be, on your own. Don't be stressed about doing it with other yes. people. Like, if you have an interest in art, if you have an interest in yoga, Definitely. if you have an interest in bloody, like, bike riding. <laughs> yeah, no one is looking at you. Everyone is looking at themselves. That's so, so true. Yeah. Everyone is looking at themselves and... And it's so liberating doing stuff on your own. I'm such a massive advocate for learning how to be comfortable in your own company. And if you really want to take the leap of faith, travel on your own and do it it that way. Most of the things I've ever been inspired about have come when I've travelled. So that's our message to you. Yeah, so just go out and try something different. Take a leap of faith. Just go for it. Or even if it's something, something really small that you love, just do it for an hour at night after you finish work or something mm-hmm. and stuff like that will snowball it will it'll just just you have to be persistent with stuff things don't happen quickly mm-hmm. and easily you, you need to be persistent with with things get out in your community and speak to the people that have been through this as well because they'll tell you the exact same thing yeah. that it didn't happen overnight thank you very much katrina for being here today and for talking we were both like a little nervous but we got <laughs> yeah. through it guys and if you do want to look at some of Katrina's stuff, what's your Instagram again? Um, Katrina Wild Design. Yeah, wild with an E on the end. Yes. Just so you know. And it's all really beautiful floral stuff, and you can get her to paint your walls. <laughs> yeah, sure, I'll come paint everyone's walls. <laughs> That'd be lovely. <laughs> but yeah, thank you very much for listening, guys. And leave a comment below, get in touch with us, and hopefully have you listening next time. Bye. Bye.